So Louise, thank you for talking again to me today. And in this chapter, I'd like for us to talk about sex and spirituality. So I'm gonna dive into the deep end and ask you this question. Can sex be a spiritual practice? And if so, how so? And how might you define spiritual in this context? Mm. I love this question. Uh, I feel very, very passionate about it. Um, because I would say sex in many ways is an absolute gateway to spirituality if we allow it. Um, so of course that's a big claim, but I absolutely believe that and, and, and it's also my, my experience. But the thing is that we totally need to reframe what we mean when we say sex and what we mean when we say spirituality. Because both of these words, they have so many associations and, and we think we know what they mean and we put them in boxes and then we get all confused. So let me start with sex because we really need to reframe sex. You know, I was talking about it a little bit in, in um, our last conversation that sex is not just an activity like we have sex with each other and that's what sex is. Sex is basically, it's an energy that's flowing through our bodies. It's life that's flowing through our bodies. It's life force energy. And in that, that way, sex is not about what we do with other people, but what we allow ourselves to feel in our bodies. And when we start allowing sexual energy to flow in our bodies, we feel our bodies and we feel ourselves in a very, very different way. We feel much more connected, not just to ourselves, but to, to the world, to life. When we can feel life flowing in our body, we start opening to something that's bigger than us. And that's, that's a spiritual experience. And, you know, I, I just want to say, what is spirituality? So we also need to reframe what is spirituality. Because spirituality is not a religion. It's not, I believe in this or that. For me, spirituality simply is that I feel myself in a different way. That means I'm not, I'm not isolated. I can feel I'm part of something that's much bigger, which just creates a feeling of happiness, joy, fulfillment, sometimes ecstasy in my body as a felt experience. So feeling sexual energy is also feeling spiritual energy because it's feeling, it's feeling yourself being part of something that's much bigger, being part of life. In a way, you can't think, but you can only feel it. So that's why I think it's, it's the perfect way to expand your consciousness. And, and, and yeah, it's a spiritual practice, but not a religious practice. It's a practice of consciousness. That, that's how I would actually... Uh, how I would define it. Would you say though that the act of having uh, sex with someone else, do you, do you find that those feelings of being part of something much bigger, being part of a life force, do you, do you feel um, more, do you feel those feelings more strongly when you're having sex with someone else or, or how, how does, how does your kind of philosophy and this mm. theory work when you're actually mm. engaging with someone else? Mm. By that very much defy, it depends on who I'm having sex with and what kind of sex we are having, what kind of connection we have. Um, 
this kind of this way of feeling yourself sexually does not necessarily entail having sex with someone so it just means to own that you are a sexual being and you can feel that energy but to your question if we're having sex with someone else it very much depends on the energy that's flowing between us the level of consciousness that's there how much we allow ourselves to open to each other to be real not to be in some kind of naughty fantasy or a performance or you know whatever other agendas we might have going on when it comes to sex but if we allow ourselves to be real to be vulnerable to be very very present in each moment having sex with someone else can be a very expensive experience and of course it can be more expensive than you can do on your own because when you open to someone else you open to a relational field of love that can be a very profound experience it doesn't mean you have to love the person that or be in love with the person that you're having sex with it can it can actually be with with a stranger it can be in a casual meeting it can be whatever if both people are open to just being open and fully present with each other in that moment. That's all that it actually takes. Can you talk a little bit more, because I think this is absolutely fascinating. Can you talk a bit more about what this expansive feeling is about or what other insights you might be able to have when you're having sex with someone else? Perhaps insights into, um, I don't know, whether it's the human condition or insights about yourself or insights about other people or connectivity between people. Mm. What, what kind of insights can people have that give you this sense of, of, of being part of something bigger, of expanding? Mm. Mm. I think the insights, they come afterwards, because when you're in, in the experience, you're in the experience. And the way that it works is that sex becomes less about the genitals and it becomes less about, ooh, I need to have an orgasm. And it becomes much more about feeling the energy with, with your whole body. So if you keep thinking about the experience, it's not working. It's so important to come out of your mind and into your body. And also put the genitals to the side a little bit and not focus on what's happening in my genitals. Am I having an orgasm? Is my partner having an orgasm? Where are we? And really feel the moment because then you start feeling your whole body and the, and the feeling of pleasure expands. So it's about feeling, you know, start feeling the subtle pleasure. What I, what I say, it's, it's kind of, especially for women, it's a background pleasure that's always accessible to us. It somehow emerges from the cervix, but it's not, it's not concentrated on this, the cervix. It's just, you know, that's somehow where it starts, but don't focus on the cervix. But just, you know, feel it in the whole body because this subtle energy, it's an orgasmic energy. And it's not about having this kind of, of short, intense clitoral orgasm that many women have, and, and, and the same for men, it's just a, a few seconds. But it's about feeling an orgasmic energy in the whole body. And that's a very deep experience because it takes you out of this thinking about technique and performance and measuring, comparing where are we now, and into a state of being that's so pleasurable and ultimately ecstatic that everything else kind of is not important anymore all the things that oh i should be doing this and that and my work and my family and my friends and all this doesn't matter because you enter a way of being that feels so fulfilling and pleasurable that 
when you take that back with you and know, wow, I'm able to feel like that, your whole life changes. So essentially, in a way, what you're talking about is a meditation that you might be having during sex, because a lot of what you're talking about, you know, when, 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 when people sit down and meditate, often mm. it's about connecting with your body, yeah. not being in your mind, feeling yeah. the nuances in, in, yeah. inside of you, and, and, and not analyzing them, but just trying to be in the experience. Yeah. And it seems that what you're explaining is trying to do that, but, but when you're, you know, involved in a sexual activity with someone else trying to trying to um uh, do a similar sort of practices yeah similar sort of methodology you know you could say that it's 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 an embodied meditation but you know many people when they meditate they, they try to get out of the body so not feel what's going on in the body and, and just focus on being and, and emptiness and, and whatever practices we have. So this, I'd say, is about bringing it back to the body and moving it in the body. It's very important to engage with it in a physical way and allow also the, the physical movements in the body. What does the body want to do? Allow the energy. So in that sense, it's, it's, it's an embodied and it's a physical meditation if, if, if you'd like. But it's also connective because if you're having sex, it's not about it's not about your own internal experience. It's about entering a field together. When you enter that field together, that's very powerful, um, as you can imagine, because you're having an expanded experience with someone else. How through sex might you say that you get to know yourself better? Um, not oh yeah, you know this feels good, uh, I feel this in this part of my body, but more about who you are on a more kind of like elemental, raw, deep level, who your, mm. what your personality is. Mm. Um, and, and also to get to know someone else more intimately and who mm. they really, really are. Do you, do you think that sex can be a gateway to a greater understanding? About Absolutely. Yourself? Absolutely. And in, in, in that sense, I'd kind of take a few steps back and say, the place where we start learning about ourselves in sex is from the moment that we initiate contact with someone else. It's the whole feeling who you are. It's the whole negotiation of who, what's this connection and who is that desire here? It's when we meet someone, like to feel what is a connection here? Or if we are already in a, in a relationship, to start really stepping back from, all the all the routines and all you know we we know the drill we know each other this is how it works and really step into curiosity how do i work where where do i feel comfortable and where do i feel awkward where's my edge where does the energy stop flowing that's i'd say that's the biggest learning that that sex can teach us in terms of of self-development and spiritual development where's my edge where do I contract? Where do I feel awkward? Where do I lock down? Where, where, where are my no's? Where are, where are the messages I'm telling myself, like, I can't do that. Uh, I'm not allowed. I don't enjoy it. Or, you know, all the things we tell ourselves in order not to feel. And, you know, in every interaction, and especially in sexual interaction, there is this moment of learning. Where's my edge? And when you get to know your edge, you get to know yourself better.
because it's, it's, it's kind of, that's what define us, defines us is what we believe we are. And every time we come up against a, against a challenge, it's because we've reached the edge of what we believe we are. Mm. And we're also, I suppose, in, in, in that vulnerable space. Mm. Um, and it's sometimes when you're at your most vulnerable, you get to understand better, okay, uh, who am I really? Why do I feel yeah. vulnerable? Yeah. Um, what do I think that says about me? And can I mm. challenge that? Yeah. It's so important, really, that we can enter vulnerable space together with our partner. Because when we open to something that's vulnerable, it's something that we, we usually don't like to share. If we, can, if we can bring that, show that in a space of trust where our partner actually sees us and honors that vulnerability and doesn't dismiss it, doesn't make us feel shameful about it, but just receives us in that space of vulnerability too. It helps us integrate that part of ourselves. Mm -hmm. If I feel vulnerable about something, I'm also going to feel shame about it. Oh, this is my little girl, or this is where I feel insecure, whatever comes up. If I can show that to a partner and they accept it and love it, it's much easier for me to integrate it. So every time we bring a vulnerability and have a positive experience, we expand. So um, let's say there are people who are listening to this who say, you know, I want to turn my sex life into more of a spiritual practice, you know, mm -hmm. whether it's feeling that kind of energetic flow when I'm not necessarily in the, you know, in the middle of the act, but also when I'm with my partner. Mm -hmm. Where do I even start? They might be asking themselves. Yeah. Um, what would you say, I don't want to make it superficial by saying, you know, what are your top tips, but, but essentially what, what, is your, what are your golden nuggets of advice that can help mm. people to start being more conscious of, of, of their sexual energy mm -hmm. and to be more conscious of themselves and their partners, you know, during the, the, the sexual act so that they can, um, so that their sex life is indeed more spiritual. What, what mm. kind of golden nuggets, pieces of advice could you give them? I have the, such a simple piece of advice, which I'd say you can do both on your own and with your partner. And I'd say start, start with doing it on your own, which is simply to breathe into your body, to teach yourself to continually breathe into your body. Because when you bring your awareness to the fact that you're just breathing into your body, you're connecting with your body and you're also breathing life into your body. So it's a very deep practice, actually, of just breathing into your body. And when you do that, you stop thinking. This is a practice of coming out of your head and coming into your body. When you come into your body, you're going to start feeling what is in your body. That might be emotions, that might be sensations, and all of it is just energy. The more you get in touch with that, the more you start feeling. So when you bring that ability to feel yourself, when you bring that into the space with your partner and when you bring it into sex, this feeling yourself will, will mean that you're not going to go into the routines or into the this is how we usually do, or into the fast forwarding, into the focusing on reaching an orgasm, whatever we have going on, but we become present with each other. And it's in that presence that, it's in the slowing down. It's in the realizing, oh, 
I was performing a little bit here, or, oh, I actually couldn't feel this. You know, when we start bringing attention to what's going on in the moment, when we do that, we say, we actually say yes to our own body. We say yes to feeling what we're feeling and expressing it. And the more we do that, the more we become real, the more we become honest with ourselves, our body will start opening because we're not denying our own experience with our mind judging, but we're saying yes to feeling our experience. The more we do that, the more the energy will start flowing. So long story short, mm-hmm. breathe into your body, feel what's going on and express from that place. And what happens if you get to a place where you, you, know, you feel a blockage, mm-hmm. you, you, you feel uncomfortable, you mm-hmm. feel vulnerable, you say, I, I don't know how to overcome yeah. this. There's a blockage yeah. here. Yeah. What do you do then? What would be your yeah. advice in that situation? So most people, it's a really, really good question. And I know many people are struggling with this because we're so afraid of if we're having sex and things are going well, um, but then we can feel something is coming up and we don't really want to bring it because we don't want to ruin the moment. Yeah. We have this fear that if we ruin the moment, it's, it's, it's ruined. Instead, turning it into, oh, I'm going to name something is going on. So we might stop what we're doing and allow this vulnerability. And very, very often when we do that, the energy starts changing. If you bring a vulnerability and if, you, if you're real and your partner is able to be with you in it, not judging you, not making you feel wrong, but just loving it, then ah, the system relaxed because you feel it was all right and the sexual energy is going to come back. Mm-hmm. It happens so often if we just allow what's there and say, okay, the energy is changing right now. Let's stop. Let's cuddle. Let's, you know, cry a little bit if that's what's coming up. And you just stay with it. It changes. And these, the sexual energy will start coming back maybe in a different way, but much deeper. So the more you can actually be really sensitive to each moment, just listen and go with it, the deeper your, your, your sex will be. And, and the desire and the pleasure will also, it will just grow deeper. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in, in, in society, you, you hear a lot about, you know, practices like tantric sex and, you know, mm. uh, perhaps other practices that, mm. that, that we connect with, um, mm. being able to reach... Uh, uh, new highs of of, of uh, sexuality and spirituality. Mm. Would you say that for people that are interested, that they should perhaps look at some of those practices, or do you think that actually that's not a great place to start? Mm. I'd say tantra has done a lot of good. It has brought a lot of awareness, a lot of energetic awareness, a lot of good to the world, but. On the other hand, my experience with Tantra and some, some Tantric communities is there's also an element of performance. And there's an element of this is how it is and, and these are the practices. So it can also become a little bit technical. And, you know, every time you enter a, a, a space, a field, a community, a way of thinking that has a way, this a way somehow blocks what's real for you so you're basically uh perhaps your advice might be start from yourself start from what you feel and go from there 
Absolutely. Trust yourself, trust your body, trust the wisdom of your body. That's the first place to start. If you want to explore Tantra, wonderful. It's going to give you something, but never, ever lose hold of your own truth and your own experience in the moment. 